Welcome to Metaphysical Soul Speak. I'm your host, Elena Fox Starks. Hey guys, I hope that whenever and wherever you happen to be, <laughs> no matter what soil you're standing on, no matter what continent you live in, that you are able to stand in your integrity. You stand in your integrity, in your soul, in your spirit, and with who you are uh, as a person and your personality. Now, a lot of people hear integrity and then they think, well, I've got integrity. Sure, I have an, I have an integrity. That's easy. Of course I have that. And a lot of people don't know what it is, and it's one of those elusive things because most of us grew up dysfunctional, never even heard the word or we heard the word, but didn't really know what it was. And we always thought we were expected to know what it meant. So we never really asked, never really looked it up, never really wanted to find out we didn't have integrity. <laughs> I mean, that's the worst thing. So if you look it up and you go, Oh damn, I actually don't have integrity right now. <laughs> So what is it? I'm going to explain it to the best of my ability right now. I do encourage you to look it up, kind of figure it out a little bit more further for yourself. But a lot of people think that to have integrity with your family, you have to continue in the family business. You have to continue to do what the family expects of you to have integrity with your family. Uh, a lot of people believe that to have integrity, you have to continue along the lines of the same religion that your parents and your grandparents and their parents before them had continue along that line of faith. Like that's your integrity, right? With your family. I don't necessarily agree with that, but that's what a lot of people believe. Now that might be how you keep integrity with your family, you know, but it might not be the best way to keep integrity with yourself. And as far as what's the other one that I had, I had like three examples and now, um, oh yeah, political parties, duh. <laughs> yeah. What week are we in? <laughs> uh, yeah, a lot of people believe that if their family was Republican, they need to be Republican. If their family was in the military, they've got to go into the military, make their daddy proud type of thing. My father was a Marine 
my real, my, my birth father, my real genetically, <laughs> my genetic code father, my, uh, adopted father was, um, in the Navy, you know, so I grew up, I would have grown up either way in a military family and both men Republicans, you know, so someone in my position might consider that being a Republican and going into the military might somehow keep integrity intact with my family, with my fathers, right? I actually married a man who was in the military. When I met him, he's retired prison guard and he voted Republican a few times to save face with his superior officers, which is weird because no one's supposed to know how you vote. And then, the, oh my God, the minute he retired from being a prison guard, <laughs> he went out and bought a bunch of pot, came home and just got high as hell and said, from now on, I'm going to vote Democrat or even better yet, Green Party. Even Libertarian is better than Republican. <laughs> it's what he told me. And I just thought that was weird. I'm like, why would, why couldn't you have just lied? about not being, you know, not, you know, like, you know, oh, well, I vote for a Republican guy, of course, ha, 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 you know, and, and but really secretly vote for a Democrat. Why, why couldn't you have done that? And he said, because I can't lie to people. That would be living without integrity. That's true. Lying to yourself, <laughs> lying to your family, lying to anybody it that's having a lack of integrity sometimes you have to lie just to make somebody um feel better you know like not to as you know so as not to hurt somebody but usually the truth will out so you have to really weigh it you know like how's this person going to feel when they find out that not only did you lie but the thing you lied about was not what they thought and that could change their whole life. So it's always better to have integrity. Straight up tell the truth. You know, um, when my kids were very little, I told them about Santa Claus. And most parents put out there the full out lie of it. And then a few years later they go, oh, you still believe in that crap? That's what my stepmom did to me. Oh, you're too old to believe in that crap now. It's not real. I'm like, what? That, that, that like broke my heart. Santa Claus isn't real. Are you kidding me right now? And then I thought, well, she's definitely a liar. She has no integrity. <laughs> I mean, I didn't think the, that word integrity when I was a kid, but <laughs> I, I just, I just felt like she broke her integrity with me. She lied to me because the year before she said it's a complete lie. She was pointing at every light in the sky going, oh my God, I think that's Rudolph's nose. I think that's, I think that might be, I think I heard sleigh bells. She kept trying to mislead me. Then she's laughing about it and having a great time with that. And then when my little brother was old enough to understand the concept, she did the same thing with him. And I don't remember her busting his bubble, but I do remember her busting mine and it just... I felt like we had started to have a bond a little bit, just a little bit. 
she was a mean, mean person, very abusive, physically abusive with me, Uh, you know, evil, wicked stepmother. I mean, like for real, (laughs) wicked step monster, (laughs) but I, you know, I just, I felt like that, that like we were starting to maybe have an inroads with each other. And then when she said that busted her integrity right away with me, I just didn't ever trust her again for anything, for any reason ever again, you know, how you do anything is how you're going to do everything. You lie to me once you mislead me on purpose. I mean, if you say something and you think something is a specific way and then you find out later you're wrong and you come to me and go, you know what? I honestly thought it was that way, but I was wrong. This is the way it is for real. Now that that's not having a lack of integrity. That's having a lack of knowledge and the integrity part is intact because you're still, you know, doing your very best, doing your very best in a thing is how you have integrity. Always being honest, always telling the truth, always trying to follow the best possible, highest good road, the highest road. So how T. Harvecker had explained integrity during his three day seminar that I went to years and years ago. And it really was one of those things that stuck with me. And I, I've talked about integrity a few different times because it's very important. And I was thinking about all the, all the disappointed people and all the scared people about this election. I started thinking about that. You know, the people that vote Trump, are they voting Trump or are they voting whoever's Republican because their mom and dad taught them that Republicans are the best side? Like how many generations after generations have voted for the same political party because that's how we roll. This is our family. This is how we do. It's weird to me because people ought to have their own mind and their own heart and their own reasoning and thinking abilities, but not everybody does. And not everybody follows that kind of logic and not everybody has integrity in and of themselves. You know, last year, I mean, last year, four years, 40 years ago when president Trump first ran for president. Okay. It felt like 40 years. It's only been four years, but boy, 2016, that seems almost like a hundred years ago, doesn't it? (laughs) But when that happened, I was just like, really really blown away at the people that were absolutely for Trump in the middle of 28 lawsuits from 28 women that he had raped violently. And there was even yet more women who just said he groped them or, you know, maybe it was all, maybe it was only 28, but One of them had been, um, Jeffrey Epstein and Trump together, uh, raped her when she was 14 and a virgin. I think they, I don't know what happened, honestly, but they told her they were going to kill her parents if she told them 
what happened. And she waited until she was an adult to sue President Trump and didn't even get the chance to sue Jeffrey Epstein, I don't think. And I don't know what happened to any of these lawsuits. Somehow they're all paid off. Somehow they all went away under mysterious circumstances. Maybe, I don't know. But I remember talking to one of my friends saying, look, if you're voting for somebody who you think deserves to be in charge of the biggest military in the free world, you think that he deserves to have power over everybody. You deserve, you know, that he deserves to get paid a pretty exorbitant amount of money. I mean, it's not, I mean, I think the president should get a million dollars a year, but 250,000, that's not bad. Or maybe it's 265 now. I don't know, but whatever it is, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot of money. Like you think that this guy deserves this kind of money and this kind of job and prestige and power after he has overpowered and disempowered all these women. And I know that you're a good guy. I know for a fact you're, I grew up with you. You're not a rapist, but you're defending a rapist. And even though it hasn't been officially proven in court, it's like the things that he says, it's obvious. And he's cheated on every single one of his wives and he's cheated many, many contractors out of paying them. Oh, you built the Trump tower. Well, I don't like the way you did this color scheme and that I'm not going to pay you. He did that kind of thing. He pulled that shit repeatedly. There was a documentary, like a two or three hour documentary about this. It just blew my mind. And it was made long before he was ever running for president. These people were really upset by it. You know, he lied about being a billionaire. He was a billionaire, lost it all the first year or two after his dad died. Like within a year or two of inheriting 9 billion, he went down to 2 billion and that quickly went and I mean, for him to pay $750 in taxes, either he's cheating on his taxes or he literally made like, what would that be? $10,000 that year. I don't know. He might be cheating people constantly out of their money, thinking they're investing with a billionaire because he's putting errors on as if. <laughs> Act as if is a good way to get ahead. I mean, but not when it's a complete and total lie. And in spite of all this, and I told my friend, if you vote for this person, you're condoning these behaviors. So I, I'm, I have a problem with this because I, I love you. You're my friend. I've known you my whole life. And I feel like you're, you're really making me feel kind of unsafe somehow. I don't know how to explain it, but it, it I felt like he was not in alignment with the integrity that I thought he had. I mean, he's a quote, good Christian man. He's got his, his wife. He's in love with. He's got his children. He's a good dad, a good husband, a good provider. You know, he's a good person and he's voting for a guy who's a complete shit person. <laughs> You know, so I felt like he was out of alignment and out of integrity and maybe I'm out of line just saying that, but it was something that always sat with me like, God, is that really, 
Are you out of integrity with yourself? If you vote for somebody who you know, there's some major serious problems. I mean, if you're going to long your life and you have never been accused of pedophilia or rape or sexual harassment or racism, you know, if you've never, I mean, if you're 50 years old and you've never been accused of any of these things in a public forum, in a court of law, chances are you're none of those things. You might be those things, but chances are you're going to get caught eventually, right? But when you have dozens upon dozens of lawsuits, it shows me that where there's smoke, there's fire. 28 women came forward. That means maybe there's a hundred women that are still scared to come forward to rake themselves through the coals of public scrutiny, right? So, you know, and they have integrity in the, in and of themselves to self-preserver the self-preservation, right? That's integrity, right? So I've been thinking about all of the, um, this, the, the idea of integrity has always intrigued me. It's one of those ones that's weird, like with respect, respect has always intrigued me as well, because I never observed respect growing up like at all, except my mother respected my stepfather, but I didn't grow up with them. So in the household where I grew up, there was like no respect, you know? And I was thinking about this, like, I don't know, 20 years ago. And I, I made a, made up a quote, which pretty much sums up my childhood (laughs) in a way. Um, and it was just, it's a comedy, it's a comedic line that I came up with, but she wouldn't know respect if it slapped her on the ass. <laughs> I, I might someday put that in one of my books or something, but because, I mean, it, that's the kind of household I grew up in. That's like, it like exactly would be the humor. That'd be like something my dad would say, you know, <laughs> she wouldn't know respect, but slapped her in the ass, which is like, a completely disrespectful statement towards not only the woman you're talking about, but all women in general. Right. And that, and I made that up because it's, that's how I grew up (laughs) was in a household that made these kinds of jokes all the time. Very disrespectful, very, you know, not disingenuous, but just disrespectful. But that was my dad's, he was a sailor. He had very raunchy humor you know, and I kind of picked up on that and I kind of have a raunchy sense of humor too, but not as bad as my father. And I try, I'm trying to become more politically correct as I get older, but you know, I still think, I think I'm great. And then my children point out, my adult children will point out, mom, that's not right. You can't say that. Oh, (laughs) oh, I can't. Damn. Oh man. The seventies was rough. It was rough. You know, just you think, you know, you grow up, you think that's, that's having integrity. And then you have integrity with your family. You make those kind of jokes. You say those kind of things, you know, and then you find out, ah, damn, that was probably, (laughs) that was not respectful. That's not integrity with the rest of society. Then you grow up a little more and you become very deeply spiritual. And then you start realizing to make fun of somebody or to say something disparaging or to put yourself above somebody else with your words, you know, or any other way that's having, um, a misalignment with your spiritual self, with your soul, with your higher self, with, with God, 
right? If you've ever treated anybody in an unequal way based on anything, handicap, color of their skin, sexual orientation, um, anything, anything like that, then that's having a, a misalignment, which is what integrity is. Having integrity is having an alignment with who you are at the core of yourself, with your core values. And having integrity completely with who you are, who you say you are, that's how you become a more powerful and a more effective person to be empowered as a human being. It's better to have integrity and alignment with your soul, alignment with who you are inside, right? So an example of having integrity, a simple example is when you say, I'm definitely going to be there. I'll be there at four 30 and you get there at four 25 because you want to be early so that when that person arrives at four 30, you're there. That is having complete and total integrity and alignment with your words and your actions. When your words and your actions meet in the middle <laughs> perfectly, they align perfectly. That's having integrity in your day to day. And another way to have integrity, if you don't know if you're going to make it and you want to make it, but you're not sure the traffic or your boss will let you go early or whatever it is, maybe you have something else going on. You're not really sure things are kind of up there. You say, I don't know if I can make it. I hope that I can, and I will try my very best to get there, but don't hold your breath. Don't expect me to be there. And then if you show up anyway, they're going to be like, oh, thank God. That's amazing. Then it becomes more of a surprise. But if you say you're going to be there at 430 for sure, absolutely. And then you don't even show up or you don't bother to call. Then you're just a big fat lying asshole. <laughs> That's it. You're just a big fat liar. That's it. That's you're just a liar. And you have just broken trust and you've broken integrity with that person. You've cracked your integrity with your words and you've denied your integrity by your action or lack thereof. And when you do that, uh, T. Harv Eckert, he explained this to me when, and, and I mean, he, he explains this kind of stuff in your, in the three day seminar, but I stayed for an extra meeting one day and he was talking more about this to like the 10 of us in the room versus the thousand that were in there before. And he said, when you say something and then you do it, you build up trust with yourself and you build up trust with God, with the universe itself. And when you repeatedly say you're going to do something and repeatedly do it, you build up the momentum. And then when you say the big thing, that you want your affirmation, you know, like I'll be there at four 30. You're there at four 30. 
I will make that deposit before two o'clock on Tuesday. You make that deposit at one 30 on Tuesday. I'll make that meeting. You make that meeting. I'll get 10 people there. You get 12 people there. You know, you repeatedly do what you say you're going to do no matter what it is. And then the next thing you say, cause the universe sees you building up momentum and not lying. <laughs> you're telling the truth and you're following through. That's what integrity is. You're having alignment with your higher self alignment with the universe, alignment with your words, alignment with your actions. And when everything is aligned and then the next thing you say, I will make a million dollars by this time next year. You're going to watch and witness as the whole universe bends over to your will and you become powerful in the universe, no matter what it is. Maybe it's not about money for you. Maybe it's, I will be married this time, two years from today, right? If you say that and you mean it, that's, and I'm not saying it for me. You know, no pressure, my twin flame who might be listening. You know, I don't have any expectations either way. I mean, I hope, but you know, it's just like something we want to talk about. Obviously got to meet first and then get a plan later, much later. But, <laughs> but so when you say that one big thing after you've proven yourself repeatedly to the universe, earning the trust of the universe. And then you say that big thing, I will have a house. I will have a mansion. I will have a baby by that time. I will have a university degree or a university acceptance by that time. After you build up the test, the, the, you know, you test yourself repeatedly and you meet every test and you pass every bit of integrity and you, you are in full alignment in full integrity with who you are. And then you say that big thing, watch, wait listen, witness when the universe bends to your will and you get that thing that you said you were going to get, or you accomplish that thing you said you're going to accomplish. That was impossible. You thought, but you did it anyway. It's, it's crazy, but it's true that all this is true. So I was thinking about the, the, you know, the alignment, you know, what, what is integrity? And you can have integrity with your family. If you promise your child, you're going to be at that school play, your butt bear damn well be in that seat. You don't want to break that trust, that child that will set a precedent that that child will never, ever, ever trust you again. You know? And I mean, I was always careful when, you know, as soon as I learned about integrity, I told my kids, I hope that we can do this thing that you want, but I'm not sure we can. I think we're going to be able to go to the grocery store today, but we'll see how things go. If not today, tomorrow, and if not tomorrow, the next day, but I'm not going to pin it down to an exact time. And then when I was sure and I was ready and I say, we're going to leave, you know, between four o'clock and four 30 to go to the store. So I'd tell them like at, you know, one o'clock, you have three hours, get ready. Tell them again, an hour later, you have, you know, three hours, get ready. You got two hours, get ready. We're going to leave in 30 minutes. I need you to start, you know, washing your hands, getting your shoes on, that kind of thing. You know, I telescope it. I mean, we all have ADHD. It's like been, you know, so we had to kind of set alarms. I would, you know, we got to go have integrity with ourselves. Right. But 
and with each other and with everything. But I've had people um, accuse me of not doing what I said I was going to do. Or um, I one, one friend kind of said something like that. She said, I've never accomplished anything I set out to do. And I'm like, oh no. Well, let me tell you a list of things. Because I have a list. I have a list of integrity. <laughs> of things I said I was going to accomplish. I said I was going to graduate from high school. I've got a diploma. I said I was going to graduate with my liberal arts degree. I've got that. My AA degree. Uh, I said I was going to get a degree in human sexuality and psychology. I have those degrees. I said I was going to be a doctor of divinity. I have that degree. Right? So everything I set out to accomplish, I did. I said I was going to find the love of my life and, and give birth to a daughter, then followed by a son. <laughs> I mean, a little bit of psychicness went into that one because usually people don't know if they're going to have kids, let alone what they're going to be in in what order. But I knew, I even knew what my daughter was going to be named. And I named her that even before I met my husband. And then when we met and I told him, I'm going to have this little girl, she's going to be blonde, blue eyed, maybe blue green eyes, but you know, changeable like mine, but blonde hair, blue eyed. Her name's going to be Alexandria. You know, that's going to be her first name. And he just looked at me and he was like, oh my God. And I'm like, what? I go, we're going to have a little boy after, but we're going to have a girl first. And he just looked at me like, oh my God. And then I looked at him and I'm like, wait a minute, you're bald. How, what color was your hair? <laughs> he says blonde. I'm like, good. Cause I'm a redhead. So she's going to have your genetics. Like I knew, and I knew 10 years before I met him, you know, that was my psychic thing, but that I had integrity with the universe. Cause I knew what I wanted. I knew what one of my missions at least was. And that was it. And I did it. I set out to do that. And I accomplished that. I mean, I knew 10 years in advance I was going to have her, <laughs> you know, so everything I said I was going to do. And I told my kids we're moving to Guatemala. Guess what? Bada boom, bada bing. We lived in Guatemala nine months, you know, and I said, eventually we're going to live in Ecuador. And here I am in Ecuador. So don't tell me that I don't have integrity. I, I am in alignment with certain things that I say I'm definitely going to do. And then I definitely do them. Definitely going to have a podcast. Well, look at me. 575 episodes later or whatever. <laughs> Said I was going to do it. Here I am. Here's my alignment. I, I did it. And align, you know, you'll get an, an alignment with stuff, right? I said, I'm going to get my degree in teaching English, my TESOL certification. I'm in the middle of it. I haven't finished it yet, but I am working towards it every week. I make a little bit of progress. Not as much this week as I'd like. Not as much last week as I'd like. You know, but a few weeks ago, boy, I, I went through six weeks in, in one week. Then I got burned out and I had to take a week off. <laughs> but I am making progress slowly. But surely I said I was going to get the job in Japan, which I did. Didn't realize at the time he has no customers yet. So oops, <laughs> oopsies. But I did get the job. He said, you'll have the job for life. And now I'm just working on getting the customers. So don't worry. I'm like, ah, oh, that's actually really cool. So we'll see if he has any integrity with his words, but I think he will. <laughs> 
So it's important to have integrity and I want to explain a little bit more in, you know, you have to be who you are authentically and genuinely in the world. And that's how you have authentic, um, you have integrity with yourself when you're authentic and genuine. And so if you are, you know, a pagan or a Wiccan, or if you aren't either of those, but you want to follow a folk magician's life, you want to be a witch and your family are Republican Christians, but you want to vote Democrat or green party, or you want to rise above the whole system and just be like, dude, I'm outside of that system. Now I'm beyond that duality, polarity, bullshit. I am into ascension magic. That's who I am. I'm a witch and I'm into ascension magic. But if you don't tell your family who you are, you're not in alignment and integrity with you are now with, with who you are. But if you, uh, would tell them and then it would like cut you off from the family and isolate yourself. Then self preservation is not lying in this case. So just do what you must do. Depends on where your values lie and where your, you know, where your focus in this life lies. I mean, if your focus is on your family in this life, by all means do everything it takes to be coherent and cohesive and have integrity with your family but also don't ever lose sight of who you are internally and in having integrity with who you are, you know, it's, it's really weird because when you look at Donald Trump, for an example, he has no integrity when it comes to other people, but he has every bit of integrity, a hundred percent integrity in and of himself. And I'm not saying he's a good person, but who he thinks he is, and how he plays that out in the world is in perfect alignment, meaning in and of himself, he has personal integrity. It's very weird. I mean, if you decide, uh, fuck it, I'm going to run a drug empire and I'm going to be a criminal and that's what I'm going to do. You know, there's, there's, there's cowboys and there's outlaws in this world and I'm going to be a damn outlaw. That's me. That's what I want to do. And that's what you decide then you have to have alignment and integrity with that and go full force into that. You get your crew, get your lieutenants, you get your distribution, you get your whatever, you know, I've watched a lot of shows where people are doing this. It's really crazy. I don't want to do this for myself because that would be out of alignment and out of integrity for me. I'm a writer. I'm a teacher. I'm a healer. I'm a Hayoka lightning shaman baby. And I'm here to serve God by helping other people. And that's who I am. So I do. You know, if I, um, decided to drop all that to become a narco, then obviously that's out of alignment and out of integrity with me. But if your soul decided I'm coming in as a bad guy this time, you could be a good guy and a bad guy at the same time, but you could have alignment and integrity with who you are. You know, like if you look at, I've been watching queen of the South. I've been binging this while I was sick. I was binging this and, um, she's in alignment and integrity with who she is. Like, I'm going to try to do everything without bloodshed. If bloodshed needs to be happening, then we'll do it that way. But first I'm going to try reason. I'm going to try logic. I'm going to try cold, hard cash. You know, let's try to do this different. Let's try to do this with a heart. And she follows her heart again and again and again, this character, because she is 
and integrity in herself. And what she says to other people, she does. She follows through. She has integrity, even though she's a traficante. She has still, she's a, you know, she's a trafficker, but of drugs, but she has complete and total integrity with what she set out to do and accomplish for herself. It's kind of crazy when you think about that, because when you first hear the word integrity, you think, well, they're a criminal. They have no integrity, but no, you know what? If they follow the criminal code you know, or the code among thieves, or, you know, they say there's no honor among thieves, you know, but sometimes there's like that code. There's like this unspoken like set of rules, you know, but if you follow that and you do what you say you're going to do, no matter what it is you're doing, whether you're a terrible person or not from the eyes of everyone else, you might have complete uh, disalignment or misalignment with the community at large, with society at large, but in and of yourself, you can have personal integrity. That's why I say it's like freaking weird. Like I, I looked into Donald Trump's mind psychically years ago and it's like the elevator. It's like elevator music or like, um, like uh, jeopardy do, 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 do. I can't sing, but you know, do, 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 do. Like he's just happy singing all the time. He's happy overall. That's his natural state of being happy. He's in alignment with himself and integrity with himself. It's really freaking weird. He believes he deserves to be the president. He believes that he deserves that because that's what he was born to do. That's what he's born to be. He knew that his whole life. So he's in integrity with what he set out to do. It's really weird. You know, cause me looking, you know, on, you know, on the outside, looking into his life, I'm like, this guy has no integrity at all with society, with women, with other human beings, but with inside himself, he does. So there's many layers of integrity. And I wanted you guys to think about that for a minute. All right, I'm going to pause this for a second so I could go queue up my my normal things. I totally forgot to queue up, so hold on. All right, here we go. Uh, I pulled out the Rebel Deck card with the help of my Holy Guardian Angel, connecting, of course, to Prime Creator. And this is the first card that flew out of the deck on its own as I was shuffling. We've gotten this one before, but I have a sneaking suspicion that many of you still have to deal with some of these things. Here it is from the rebel deck, by the way, the Oracle with attitude, which is zero filter, zero fucks and all fun. Open if you dare. (laughs) Here it is. Shame, regret, and guilt. Those are just bullshit. Shame, regret, and guilt. Those are just bullshit. Turn it over and it says, forgive. Let that shit go. <laughs> forgive. Let that shit go. So that's the card for the collective. <clears throat> we had it before and I asked, are you sure? Should we do another card no one's ever seen? No, this is the card. So, all right, there it is, right? So let's go over to space weather news we'll head on over here and check it out looks like the solar wind speed is bigger or faster than yesterday 474.3 kilometers per second is the solar wind right now 
And the big sunspot, 2781, now poses a threat for C-class solar flares. And it's going to be with us for a few days, maybe a week. Uh, we did have a uh, C-class. Let's see, where is it? Um, I just read this a second ago, darn it. Oh, yeah, solar flare activity. We just had a C7 class explosion um, today. So it says that uh, the U- X rays and the UV radiation from this flare did ionize the top of Earth's atmosphere, caused a brief low frequency radio blackout over the Pacific Ocean and Australia. This NOAA blackout map shows the areas affected if you wanted to take a look. Pretty much it's mostly the ocean, but also Oceania, you know, um, Australia. I don't know if they, they didn't really mention New Zealand, but it looks like they might be affected by this too. Ham radio operators in the region and mariners might have noticed their signals fading at any frequency below 10 megahertz. And they are pretty much saying in the few hours ahead, there will be more C-class solar flares. They said, in fact, they're almost guaranteed. And there might be even a slight change of stronger M-class flares, actually, expected in the next several hours. I mean, this sunspot was like nothing formulating two days ago. Now it's massive and it's shooting out solar flares pretty quickly. So this one's going to be nasty. We're going to definitely be in a much more active solar cycle from now on. Looks like anyway. So there it is. Uh, Let me see. They said there's something strange going on in the planetary body of Cygnus. C-Y-G-N-U-S, which in Latin means swan. Sky watchers across the eastern U.S. are reporting a luminous cloud in the constellation of Cygnus. It appeared at 9 o'clock p.m. Eastern Time on the 5th of November, like basically today, like, say, three hours ago from when I'm recording this. And this was expanding in a spiral shape before fading away. Now, that's really weird. They don't know what it is, but they say... Their best guess might be a fuel dump by the second stage of a SpaceX Falcon 9 rocket launched earlier in the evening from Cape Canaveral. So that's kind of strange. Probably what it was, though. There was a beautiful pale green solar wind. Well, I mean, the solar wind itself is not pale green, but it hit the upper atmosphere, and there's Aurora Borealis right now on spaceweather.com if you want to check it out. It's pale green. It's really beautiful. It does make the shape of an X, so you might want to check this out. It's very cool. Alright, so let's see where else are we headed. Ulu, Finland. They always talk about the neutron counts, which is basically the cosmic radiation bombarding us at any given time. And right now we're at a very high level of that. In fact, in the past 48 hours, it's gone up by 0.3%. We are now at 10.5% 
of the space age average. So the uh, sun is crackling with solar flares right now this morning in Cannes, France. Amateur astronomer Francois Rouvier caught one of them in action. And you can check this out if you wish. There's a little video of the solar flares here on spaceweather.com. Now, we did say yesterday, or in the last show, that there was going to be a solar wind hit. We're in the middle of it now. We're right in the middle of a solar wind stream right now, and I'm getting very tired while I'm talking. And I can tell the energy is coming in. It's pouring in like crazy. It's kind of pure energy. So it should knock out some of the shame and regret (laughs) and the guilt that this card is talking about that we got a minute ago. Anyway, the solar wind is now flowing from the southern coronal hole in the sun, according to this picture, and it's going to graze Earth on November 6th. So not only did we get, I think maybe two solar winds hitting us today, we're now getting one tomorrow as well. So let me see. The solar wind did arrive on time as was forecasted by spaceweather.com says Rayanne Alzine, the photographer. Uh, she says, uh, around midnight local time, uh, I don't even know what this is. The solar wind density was quite high. And the sky was filled with green auroras. So you can check it out as proof that, well, the solar winds did hit us. So they say the Earth should remain inside the solar wind stream for 24 hours, which will give the Arctic sky watchers something beautiful to look at, a chance to catch aurora borealises on uh, the 6th and the 7th of November as well which is basically, well, they're in (laughs) this 6th of November right now while we're still in the 5th. But, so we're right now in the middle of a solar wind stream. I'm feeling it. I feel like I'm being cooked from the inside. I feel like I'm being microwaved. It's a very weird feeling. Like I'm feeling normal and all of a sudden it hits and I just know it because I just, I feel all the vibrating energy. It's very high vibration. Maybe you guys feel it too. Um... So what else do we have to talk about? So yeah, it's going to, so for 24 hours, we'll get that. Then we'll be hit again tomorrow by another solar wind stream. So that one also might be another 24 hours. Who knows? We'll find out tomorrow. So for the next couple days, man, expect to be given a lot of emotional challenges and physical changes and probably emotional, physical and mental changes as well I mean it it does grow us spiritually every time we get hit and bombarded with massive radiation like this so according to NASA's all sky cameras and the all sky fireball network there were 30 fireballs reported over the United States today and 27 were sporadic while 3 were from the northern Torrids now we go on over to the uh Disclosurenews.it, they went up from yesterday to, actually, maybe they went down a little bit. They're at 38 hertz frequency, and that's out of Italy, 
And I wanted you to remember and recall that on election night, according to the disclosurenews.it, it was eerily and oddly calm, completely like 7.83 hertz. That's it. Just calm. Nothing happened on the Schumann resonance scale. So that's very odd. When you go to heartmath.org, I wanted to bring up that election night Schumann resonance from Italy because we're going to compare that right now with what was happening on election night on the 3rd of November at the hour 2300. And this is what it says according to heartmath.org. California had 49 hertz frequency. And of course, remember, this is a Schumann resonance scale. Hopefully Saudi Arabia was still remaining at zero. Lithuania was at 115 hertz frequency. While Alberta, Canada was at 69 hertz frequency. And Northland, New Zealand was at 64 hertz frequency. While... Hulului, South Africa was a little light on her feet as well <laughs> with 11 hertz frequency. Usually South Africa is like extremely high in hertz frequency. Now it's just 11, at least, you know, two days ago now, not now, now, but two days ago. So there you have it. That's all the uh, space weather news. Uh, Ascension symptoms right now. I would have to say uh, bloating, allergies, sinuses, uh, feeling a little bit emotionally sensitive, but also maybe being able to let go and be goofy and act in a happy manner, laughing, joking earlier, being a little bit of a dingbat, you know, just letting go and just being funny, having a good sense of humor, being in a playful mood that was earlier. Um, sore throat still lots of back pain low back pain digestive problems I think have gone away for now with throat chakra blockages and issues um, possibly third chakra issues as well but I feel a lot of people are at this time opening their third eye as well as their crown chakra so things are moving right along and they're starting to get to be in the collective of, of a sense of joy and a sense of, all right, we're going to throw off the weight of the world and we're going to be able to run with whatever projects we've been putting off since the beginning of this year. Now that Mercury's gone direct, I feel like we're like, hey, <laughs> we're going to go gun ho now and just really, really do a final push towards getting, you know, closing out this year on a positive and high note. That's kind of energy I'm feeling. So there you go. All right. I'm going to take a quick break guys. And when I come back, I'm going to do a little bit of uh, Oracle and tarot card reading for you guys. I think I'm going to do maybe two or three different decks. We're going to see past, present, and future, I think. I haven't quite figured out the spread I'm going to do, but I'm thinking past, present, and future. Like, where were we? Where are we today? Where are we headed? And I'm going to use other cards as clarification 
So we're going to use a few different decks tonight. We'll see where we get with this. All right, I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, well, it's time for your tarot card reading. (laughs) Or the reading for the whole collective right after this. guys we're settling in and going to get right to the reading so I was doing a past present and future so where were we in October where are we here in November and where will we be in December basically so over the course of three months past present future but just really tight not like the past meaning in the past three years, but literally in the past, you know, before this week, basically October. So the first card we get is the five of wands I'm using for the first initial past, present, future cards, everyday witch tarot. And funny enough, um, I mean, I shuffled the cards and then for our present card today is the present card we got yesterday for yesterday's reading. So this is very strange. We're getting it twice. And the card that we got for the past is the five of wands. This is what we got a few weeks ago also. So yes, this is in our past. And I did uh, use cards to clarify this. So let's go with the meanings of five of wands first and we'll see what this is. Okay. So basically the things to consider with the five of wands, this, this will show up when you are dealing with chaotic situations. (laughs) Uh, was your October chaotic might've been right. And usually when it involves other people that are bringing chaos, family, coworkers, friends, whatever it is, the situation and whoever it is bringing the chaos, they're clearly not playing nice together. Like energies aren't blending in harmony. Basically, maybe you're the one that needed to be the pacemaker, peacemaker, not pacemaker. (laughs) And maybe you're the one that was bringing the drama and the chaos. If, if that's true, fess up, just, you know, confess to it, you know, just own up to it. That's okay. So maybe you're the one that had to help everybody come together in a more productive way. And possibly there were some situations last month that just could not be resolved. And you might have, might have had to walk away from the situation. And that's where you find yourself now, just away from the situation. You had to go, you know. Sometimes you just have to let go. So it says, sadly, you can't make other people behave reasonably, but you can make sure that you're not making things worse by letting your ego or your pride get in the way of cooperation. Of 
course you won't do that, right? (laughs) So I feel like we're kind of trying to, in the past, I feel like we were all kind of arguing. There's a lot of petty witch arguments I noticed between various witches, seasoned witches, calling baby witches out, saying they don't know what they're talking about. Well, how could they? They're new. They're still working out what's what. Witch is saying, you're not a real witch if you didn't do this or that or the other thing. If you didn't wear this t-shirt or wear that color on that day or whatever it is. Just a lot of stupid, petty stuff. And you could be a witch the way you want to be a witch. You don't have to be a witch. You could be something else. Or nothing else. It's okay. You know? You might be someone who lights a candle once in a while and says a prayer. And you don't do that again for three more years. Doesn't mean you're not a witch. If you want to identify as being a witch, you are, right? Or whatever it is, you know? Um, There's been a lot of chaos and drama surrounding the election. The upcoming election a month ago. For a whole month, it's it's been crazy. Now that we're here, it's still a little bit crazy and nuts. We still don't know who the president is. It's been several days. Might be another four or five days. Most of the votes are in. You know, we've got a lot of things that are shored up since in the past two two days. Like the um, House of Representatives is, I think, now Democrat-controlled... And the Senate is 50-50, exactly, on the nose. It's very strange. But, um, like how things are flip-flopping. It's very strange. There's a lot of chaos. I saw a video today of a man burning 80 votes for Trump in a ditch. A friend of mine sent it to me. It wasn't him. He had forwarded it from someone else. And then there were evidence in Michigan of potential voter tampering. I mean, they started gluing or taping pizza boxes to the plexiglass so people that were already done voting could not watch the process. And maybe they were just being annoyed by these guys singing church hymns, Trump supporters singing like God bless America, followed by church hymns. It's a very weird scene. But I saw a few different things. I thought, wow, this is kind of crazy. Look like there's some cheating going on on both sides. Chaos. So that's what's in our past now, which let's keep it in our past. <laughs> so the next card in relationship to the past, to as a clarifier, what did overcoming the past do for us and the answer I got was improving health and I'm using Radley Valentine's deck angel answers so let me go to that book and see what it has to say angel answers so improving health so so another thing that we did in in the past in overcoming that argumentative stuff, what did that do for us? It improved our health, I believe. I believe that's uh, 
absolutely accurate. I feel healthier now than I did a month ago, to be honest. Let's see here. I've got to open up this. There we go. Um, I've got to find where this is. Improving health. L-M-N. <laughs> there we go. And the description of this card is, the angels want you to know that the health of the person you asked about is going to improve. So I asked for the collective. It says you can request the assistance of Archangel Raphael and your guardian angels to speed along the recovery. The card might be urging you to make more healthy choices in your life. If you're feeling called to detox from harmful foods or substances, you should follow that guidance. Removing unhealthy practices from your life will make you feel vibrant and strong. Well, if we're talking about the chaos that was in our life, maybe you're eating a lot of junk food and then you decided to improve your eating habits or maybe it improved your health because of emotional stuff because you removed unhealthy, toxic relationships from your life. Maybe you removed unhealthy foods, diet, or just habits. Maybe start going to bed earlier. I know I did overall this week, not so much. So there's that. Now I don't have the booklet for (laughs) the next card. But this card is uh, another clarifier about the past. And how did we improve our health is the question I asked. And this is taken from Doreen Virtue's deck, the Archangel Oracle cards. And as I mentioned before in this week, I said, we'll use these cards, but we have cut the cords and the ties to Doreen Virtue herself because she doesn't even want people to use these cards anymore. And whatever, I just, you know, deleted all of her responsibility for me using the card right now, basically. So what does it say on the card? It says, clear your space. So in the past, last month in October, we were clearing our space. And that's true. Going through such a deep and powerful six days per day, We were clearing our spaces, you know, getting rid of toxic, negative vibes, habits, etc. So what it says here is clear your space. Archangel Jophiel. And she says, get rid of clutter, clear the energy around you and use feng shui. So uh, if you have done any of those things, then then you're going to be free and clear for the present as well as the future. So the next set of cards we have is the present. What's going on right now? It's funny. It's very odd, actually, that this is the card I drew yesterday. I mean, I shuffled, but good. I didn't just pick these out randomly. It just, these are the cards that flew out of the deck while I was shuffling. Again, with the ones, this is another fire card. So fire in a bad way can be very destructive. The fire in a good way, you know, with with uh, fire in a bad way, you can burn down cities and towns and whole forests. You can burn a whole planet. But when fire is used constructively rather than destructively, 
You can cook food with it, warm and heat your house, provide light and a sense of coziness, right? So these are both fire signs. Now, Ace of Wands, let's see where we are. Um, Take the energy and run with it. We already talked about this earlier. (laughs) Yesterday's show, which I finished today and uploaded. It says sometimes the universe gives you a boost. Don't miss an opportunity when it comes along filled with potential. And that's where we're at. So things to watch out for or consider. And this is today in the present moment. This month, November. So when this card appears in a reading, it often is an indication of something wonderful and powerful and life-changing. November is going to be life-changing. What's happening in your life right now? Keep in mind, things are going to change. Open. Open yourself to it. It says, are you taking advantage of the opportunities in front of you? If not, better start. Mercury went direct. We can go now. It's go time. If the Ace of Wands shows up in a future card, it's a promise and a warning to be alert so that you don't miss the moment when it gets here. The Ace may also represent a symbol of your own inner power. After all, the universe lies within us as much as it lies without us. Make sure you are channeling your strengths, your energy, in the most productive and positive ways possible. Now, I ask for clarification at the present moment. What are we doing when we are looking for these opportunities, when we are grabbing and grasping that brass ring on the merry-go-round of life. What are we doing when we let go and just, ah, <laughs> shows the switch. She's doing a ritual. Her sword is floating above the fire, and she's looking in amazement because the magic is working. So I looked at the next card, and it says, let go. Let go. Now, wait a minute. Didn't we say just a minute ago, (laughs) just in the first half of the show, we got the Rebel Deck card that says, shame, regret, guilt, those are just bullshit. Forgive and let that shit go. And now here we get another card that says, let go. Well, this is pretty telling. Let go. The angels are telling you. It's time to let stuff go. What are we going to let go? All the stuff from the past. All the chaos. All the drama. You know, ill health. That's why we've improved our health. We got rid of the clutter of the drama. The clutter of the energy. So now we're letting go. In the present moment this month. So we're going to go to. The booklet on the angel answers and we're going to see what this is. All right. um, There we go. Let go. The time has come to let go of this situation. Ooh, I'm thinking the election, right? Let go of the outcome. Don't be tied to it. You're going to have to be doing rituals every day because what's going to happen is going to happen already. The ballots have been cast. 
There's no more influencing people's minds, right? So let go. The time has come to let go of this situation. Stop focusing on how or when it will be solved or even why it occurred. That's good advice for this election, isn't it? Relationships that are unhealthy or unfulfilling should be released in order to allow something better to come along. Don't worry, Source and your angels have everything under control. A key, aspects, uh, a key aspect to manifesting your desires is to ask for what you want and release it then to heaven. If you've drawn this card, you might be holding on too tightly to the way your dreams will unfold. Make a wish and then leave the rest to your angels. So let go. Just we're kind of at that. Let go and let God. This is a magical moment. We are standing in our own true power. We are feeling the fire and the passion of our own soul. We're letting go everything else. And then here's another telling card. The third card I got for the present moment. Again, this comes from the Archangel Oracle cards. And this is the card of peace. So let go. When you let go, what do you have? You have peace. Ace of Wands is a, it's a sign of new beginnings, new fire, new passion. And now here we have the peace card. Archangel Shamuel. And it says, peace comes from remembering that only love is real. Well, if you know that only love is real, it's easy to let go of all the other stuff. Nothing else exists. Pure love. So there you have it. That's the present. That, those are the present cards. Now we'll go to the next pile. What does our future hold? <laughs> so the next card is the Queen of Cups from the Everyday Witch Tarot again. So we're going to look up that. What does that mean according to the booklet here? Queen of Cups. This is good. I love this card. This is such a beautiful card. The Queen of Cups. Blessed is she who gives with her whole heart. It says, Queen of Cups, for those who will nurture you and your endeavors and open yourself to their gifts. Well, I'm reading right into that one. In December, you might be with your person. Maybe just speaking to them, maybe not physically in person yet, but... I think the ice will be broken and the person will come through. Mercury is in its direct phase and now cups symbolizes heart. And queen is the feminine, divine feminine. And she's standing in her power. Again, a very strong, powerful card. She's feeding her cats. She's standing at the edge of the ocean, almost like the temperance card. It's a very beautiful card. So this is what they say the description of the card is. The Queen of Cups is the embodiment of heart and passion. She will be there when you need help, advice, or just a warm hug. She will encourage you in your own passions. The Queen is generous of spirit, intuitive, and kind. 
She could be relied on for guidance, especially when you are too overwhelmed with your own emotions to make sensible decisions. She might be a mother, a patroness, or a friend. And maybe she's you. I like that. Blessed is she who gives with her whole heart. Things to consider. Now, this is our future, remember? Everyone needs a queen of cups in their life. We all have the capacity to be this person for others and also for ourselves. If she shows up in your reading, the queen may already be present. Haven't you taken advantage of the aid that she's offering you? You might have to go looking for her, but if you do, it will be worth the effort. Now, perhaps you take the role of queen of cups for others. If so, you are admired and commended. Just be careful. Don't give up so much of yourself that your cup becomes empty and you have nothing left for your own needs. So this is a card of giving and nurturing. I love it because she's feeding little cats on the beach. It's a really cute, cute card. So I asked about this. What does this mean? If we're able to give so much away, what does that mean? And the card I got from Radley Valentine's Angel Answers was abundance. So our future is filled with abundance. This is how we're going to end 2020. Hopefully this is an accurate reading, but I like that both these cards are in alignment with each other. The energy and the information coming through is in alignment. It's in integrity. So that's pretty cool. So when we go to the description for abundance, I'm going to read that now. All right. I'm going to go way up to the top of this. <laughs> Almost there. Um, darn it. Where are we? There we go. So abundance. Great abundance will find its way into your life. This is our future, guys, for the collective whole. Your plans will yield prosperity, providing a sense of security about the future. Your angels will be with you as you take the actions necessary to manifest your dreams. Abundance is not always financial in nature. You might be seeking to manifest new ideas or a larger circle of friends, vibrant health, which goes back to the past, right? Or romantic love, which speaks to December, or I mean November, which is the 11th month. And 11, as you know, is the secret number for twin flames. So possibly you might be seeking to manifest new ideas, a larger circle of friends, vibrant health, or romantic love. Now this card can also reflect an inflow of any of these types of treasures into your life. Open your arms to heaven to receive with gratitude that which you desire. So that's our future. Now I asked again one more time. I asked what is 
the next card for our future from the Archangel Oracle cards. What can the Archangels tell us? And what's in our future? And I got not one, but two cards fell out. Three cards fell out, fell out and I asked muscle testing. And the third card that fell out was not the, um, it wasn't a message for you all. It wasn't a message for the collective. It didn't make sense either. But two out of the three did make sense. So I asked. And indeed, we got a twofer. And I'm embarrassed to say it's me. <laughs> oh, it's embarrassing. It says Archangel Azrael. <laughs> What's in our future? The angel of death. Okay, it doesn't say that. So funny, she uses Archangel Azrael and doesn't mention once that I'm the angel of death, which is funny. But this is what it says. <laughs> comfort. What's in our future but comfort? So clear your spaces in our past. Our present was peace, and our future is comfort. It's because we're in our peace and our own power with the Ace of Wands and letting go of everything. We're standing in the energy of peace and letting go right now. So in December, we're going to find standing in your power and being able to be generous with others, abundance and comfort. And check this out. What's the bonus card that fell out of the deck? Gifts from God. So comfort and gifts from God. So Archangel Azrael and it says, I am with you in your time of need, helping your heart to heal. Comfort. So, sure, I'm here for you guys. I didn't say this. <laughs> she didn't know which angels were incarnate, which weren't. It's funny because she talked about incarnate beings having been angels in the past so many times. And yet she didn't bother to ask which archangels are on earth right now in human form, which ones one of us fell to earth and which ones remained in heaven that she could actually channel. So I don't know. I don't think she actually channeled me, but I thought this was kind of hysterically funny, honestly. <laughs> Apparently I said this. I, was I drunk? I don't remember this. Anyway, in our future, we have standing in our own power with that card, the queen of cups. If you're a queen, you rule your kingdom or your queendom, as the case may be. So we're going to be in charge of everything. Because right now, our magic is starting to work. We are able to let go. We're able to experience peace in this moment. So, and, and as a result, in the future we have abundance, comfort, and gifts from God and we are the Queen of Cups. Now, comfort was Archangel Azrael, which is hilarious because that's me. <laughs> and the other one that came out, my higher self told me, my you know prime creator told me that my twin flame, lest he, he might not even know about this, he is Archangel Sandalphon. And so here's the two cards that came out. Archangel Azrael and Archangel Sandalphon. As the final card reading for the day. I mean, f final card for the day. So, abundance, comfort, and gifts from God. 
gifts from God, says Archangel Sandalphon. He said, and I very much doubt he said this since he's been incarnate for at least as long as I've been incarnate, way before these cards were made. But says, uh, gifts from God. Archangel Sandalphon says, we angels bring you gifts from the creator. Open your arms to receive. So there we go. We angels bring you gifts from your creator. So open your arms, receive. And then the comfort card. So that was my twin flame, supposedly. And here I am. And I say, I am with you in your time of need. Helping your heart to heal. So there you have it. Our future looks pretty good. We're going to have a lot of good times coming ahead. A lot of abundance. And also, now, knowing what I know, that my twin flame is Archangel Sandalphon, incarnate human form, and I'm Archangel Azrael, incarnate human form, and I know for a fact that we are twin flames, incarnate this time. I'm thinking that this little bonus card at the end is kind of pointing to the fact that not just me and my twin, maybe, will find each other, but you and your twin flame, if you are a twin flame incarnate, you might possibly possibly meet your person in December or in the future, near future. Which I find to be terribly exciting, especially... Everything, everything's been so bored <laughs> boring in the past year well 7-8 months at least and I feel like more fun is coming like we're just gonna meet our person and bada boom bada bing right things will start to fall into place we will have abundance we will have so much abundance in fact we will be generous with others and it won't be hurtful or worrying worrisome it'll just be freely generously giving because you have abundance you share your abundance with others which will bring comfort and more gifts from God for you so there you go that's our reading for the collective today I hope you have enjoyed this one I think it's uh, pretty good and telling, too, like, in the first past card, it shows witches standing around arguing indoors. You can only assume it's at night. And then the second, in the present card, it's a witch standing in her own power alone. And it's it's still at night. But she's doing a ritual that's working. Everything's moving and rising up. Smoke is going up. Her prayers are being answered right now. And in the future, it shows a woman standing on the beach with palm trees swaying in the daytime. So it looks like we're still, we're just coming out of the dark night of the soul and we're going into daylight. You improve your health, you let go of everything that's affecting your health, your emotions, etc. And that leads to abundance. When you clear your space, you have peace. When you have peace, you have comfort. 
When you have peace and comfort, you have gifts from God. It's another way I'm looking at this this reading. Anyway, there you go. That's it, guys. I, I've got to go. We're being bombarded by all kinds of cosmic radiation right now. Unbelievable, this energy. I hope that you are aware of it and sensitive to it, but that you're not being affected in any negative way. Just remember, let go. Forgive. <laughs> let it go. Let that shit go. Welcome peace in your life as you stand in your own power. This is how you're going to receive your abundance and gifts from God so that you can be generous with others, which is a good visualization. If you have a hard time accepting gifts from God, maybe you will not have a hard time imagining that you have so much that you're able to give to others, and that could be your visualization, giving to others, which implies to your subconscious mind, and it's a workaround in case you feel guilty. But remember, <laughs> shame, regret, and guilt, those are just bullshit. Forgive and let that shit go. So there you go. That's it. I want to say thank you once again for being my listener and for having your continued faith and confidence in me, myself, my show, my abilities. Thank you so much for that. And I'm sending you all love and light. Most of you that I've spoken with, I've already hooked up to the healing grid. Not everybody, maybe. So if you want that, just let me know. I'll hook you up to that. It's a fifth dimensional healing grid that I helped to build a few years ago with other light workers around the world. I felt that they were doing it. I didn't know who they were. I found out later that Lisa Transcendence Brown, she described that and said, that does exist. We all built it. And she said, I was with thousands of light workers around the world. I don't know who did it either. And she said, I don't know who did it else besides me, but I know I did it. My higher self told me to do it, so I did it. Me too. God told me to do it, so I did it. <laughs> so it was nice to hear that confirmation last year that she also helped to build this, but it's a healing grid. So anytime you need, you know, more help with that letting go, this will help you on every level. And it's in the fifth dimension, so you don't have to worry about anchoring into the third to get healing energy. It's already there for you where you are. As you raise up, up, up in vibration, it'll be there to help you clear out everything, clear your space, bring you peace and comfort so that you can receive your gifts from God. All right, I'm going to be back tomorrow with all unique and original programming, just like always. I would like to thank you for liking, sharing, subscribing, and forwarding telling everybody you know about Metaphysical Soul Speak, the podcast. You could tell anybody that asks that I am on all the platforms, Spotify, Stitcher, um, Podbean, Podcaster, CastBox, iTunes, Spotify, and iHeartRadio, and any others that exist out there. Unless they're paid platforms, I don't do that because... I believe in free, <laughs> free speech, free radio. That's what this is. But if you want to give them my home base, it's anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical. More people will be waking up 
I've been getting a lot of messages that by December, by Christmas time, or the solstice, whichever you celebrate, or Kwanzaa, whatever you celebrate, Hanukkah, Hanukkah for some of you, I don't know. I don't know what the difference is between Hanukkah and Hanukkah, but maybe it's the same thing, just pronounced different, I don't know. But no matter what you celebrate, Diwali, whatever, which I think is this month actually, um, by all that time, everyone's going to be lifted up a lot more. And when that happens, all the sleeping people around you are going to start waking up. So make sure you let them know about the show because the show might help them. Hopefully I'm here to help the ones that, well, resonate with me. So thank you for being here and for letting everyone know. Anyway, that's it. I love you guys. Thank you so much for being on the spiritual journey with me. We're all in this together. Remember, we're all on the same path, the same journey. We might be taking side routes. We might be going through different religions or different philosophical means, different spiritual ways, but they're all okay because all paths lead home to God, home with God and life that never ends. And we live in a beauty world of comfort, abundance, filled with joy and gifts and generosity. That's coming. You can accept it now for yourself and it's here. You can accept those gifts early, no matter where you are on the path. Anyway, that's it. I'll be back tomorrow. But right now I'm signing off with peace and joy and the high vibes of the Holy fifth dimension. Till next time, guys. Peace. Metaphysical Soul Speak is run on sponsors and listener support. This means listeners like you. If you are so inclined to support my efforts and my little podcast, please visit me at anchor.fm forward slash metaphysical and pledge an amount of your choosing today. Thank you.